Bring out Elizabeth Selwyn. The tortured souls cried out in agony as the flames mounted higher and higher. Burn, witch, burn, witch, burn, burn, burn. Those I've said and he's known today in the actual practice of witchcraft in the 17th century. So, let me just say that 9 out of 10 times, I just don't like remakes. Right. I really don't. Okay. Um, that being said, some of my favorite movies have been remakes, which I... Your all-time just, favorite. I, Your all-time favorite horror movie. That's right. So, yes. everyone knows, I posted it on the Instagram uh, page, and uh, I talk about this all the time. I love John Carpenter's The Thing, which everybody knows, or most horror fans know that that is a remake. So yes. I also am a fan of quite a few other movies, including the um, a movie that does not get enough love, The Blob from, you know, I guess 1987? Maybe? Yeah, that was, that was an excellent one, yeah. Yeah, that was really underrated, and it's gory as hell. There's a lot of uh, tension in that movie, and it's it's scary. It, it's a really great remake. It really is. So, I'm a fan of the original um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I think most people are. It's just, it's Absolutely. just a great, scary horror film. And, and uh, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but the special oh. effects, the the pod, as they come out of the pods... I mean, you're talking, what, 1950s? Yeah. It was excellent. I mean, that's, like, it was creepy. It was so just visceral, the way they popped out, and you had this, like, foam and stuff. It was done so well. Like, a a real, um, you know, that that's... How how special effects are done, man. That's that's really the beginning of of uh, like the gory type of special effects. Absolutely, and so Invasion of the Body Snatchers was made again, and that was made in the seventies. That is probably another favorite remake that I have. Um, A- the seventies Invasion of the Body Snatchers is fucking awesome. Just great acting. The you know, throughout the uh, the film itself, there's tons of atmosphere, tension. Um, you know the uh, the the interaction between the the different actors in there. I mean, even Leonard Nimoy playing against type at that point. You know, he I don't know if he was doing much of anything else besides In Search of at that time. Oh damn, but, yeah. But Nimoy was was awesome. Uh, Jeff Goldblum was in that. I mean, just. And Goldblum um, Gold was actually kind of added some comedic. He was, he was such an asshole. Well, I mean, Goldblum is awesome. Whatever he does, I'm all in. I know, but he was such an oh, asshole in that. Shit. But but an asshole in a, in a very funny way. Yeah, in a great way. Yeah, he adds um he has a great role in that movie. And um and then of course you know Donald Sutherland who even you know at the end his face and the chilling scream that he has is really just iconic. I mean, the, um, exactly. no other movie was so nihilistic, you know? I mean, just mm-hmm. at the end of that film, you know, we know that you just can't beat these aliens. The The Invasion of the Body Snatchers is a nihilistic film um, as, as a, you know, just a premise. You have to sleep. You can't go long without sleeping, and eventually they're going to get you. I think in the original, 
even, that they had to add the part at the very end to say, oh, we discovered this truck full of pods because the initial ending was very nihilistic. And, Mm -hmm. you know, back then the audiences weren't quite as, I don't know, they they weren't too happy with that kind of ending. Or, Or I don't even know if it was the audiences or if it was just the studio. But they well, had. I'm sure it was probably the studio because that's how they fucking run things with mm-hmm. an iron fist. They want something, you know, like a a very you know warm and fuzzy, or you know, even just a hopeful ending. And some of my favorite films just do are hopeless. Just you know, when you see Kevin <laughs> McCarthy running like a lunatic around the streets, and I mean, he no one believes him, and so. I don't. I don't take it as as being a film that was um, that ended on a, a note of hopeful. You know, a hopeful note. Um, the human race is, is is going to be overrun by these aliens. Um, that's how I always took it. Kevin McCarthy was awesome. Um, I, I'm pretty certain that Kevin McCarthy made a uh, a um, cameo. A cameo at the, the end of the 1978. Yeah, which yeah, I it was, think it, is, it was. Yeah, it was. It was, was actually because awesome. I I decided to watch it again because I I literally haven't seen it probably since the 80s, and right. so the only scenes I remember were the dog. Like, because that scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. That dog was creepy as hell. And you know how they did that effect? With a mask. Yeah. They made a mask of the actor's face, and they just put a mask over the dog's face. And it was so brilliant and and simple. Simple. And then the dog, I think the tongue came out, you know, came out of the the, the (laughs) hole where the mouth is. And so when I was a kid... And I saw that that scared, like, it, it really stayed with me, you know? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then, of course, the ending. So those two parts really, you know, stayed with me. So so I hadn't seen it since the 80s. And and then I, I decided to watch it again because I was going to watch the 90, this new one, or late, or late uh, Latest one, if you will. Right. Ninety. What, what did we say? It was ninety three. Yep. So, so I decided. So, all right, let me watch the um, watch the 70, uh, 76, 78, 78, 78, 78 one, and you know to to you know so, c- compare and stuff because I saw the fifties one uh, maybe last year, so I have that kind of fresh in my mind, and yeah. so, um, yeah, man. So it's it really held up really well the seventy eight one really excellent man the opening sequence as the credits are rolling with where they show the alien panspermia you know yeah, it yeah. was just the visuals were really good no CGI no nothing it just right. looked really I just love the way it was filmed yep so that being said all of this preamble is you know to bring us to our discussion today, which is the 1993 remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers by one of my favorite genre, you know, and, uh, you know, I would say grindhouse or exploitation directors, Abel Ferrara. Right. Um, this is Body Snatchers. And right. uh, kind of a I surprise. Really, <laughs> a, a, a huge surprise because I, I knew that they remade. Um, invasion of the body snatchers in the 90s and i was just like fuck this i don't need to see it again I, the 70s um you know really defined it for me i was always a fan since i was a little kid and like you said you know the 
both films scared me, and I was like, well, I'm not going to watch this. I would have seen it years ago. But one, I'm a I'm a remake snob, as I started to you know allude to earlier, um, when I really shouldn't be. I I don't know. I'm I'm being I'm foolish or short sighted. Um, but Abel Ferrara, I didn't know he was tied to it, and uh, I I would have ju- I would have seen it anyway. Um, and you know I didn't even dig a little bit deeper because the cast is solid. I mean it's um, Meg Tilly, Gabrielle Anwar, Terry Kinney, who was in Oz. Um, he's a great actor. So Arlie Ermey is in this. Mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker is in this movie. Yep. And uh, yeah, so kick it off, Omar. Talk to us because you're the one who, t- who kind of said, hey, you know, we should we should watch this when Abel Ferrara was the director. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, let's do it. So, Well, here's the thing is that I actually only found out that Abel Ferrara did it uh, pretty recently. Because when I, I saw it, and then I was like, I, I, I read up on it, and I saw that he directed it. And I was like, that's strange. From the previews that I saw, from any footage, it looked very polished, very uh, Hollywood. You know, like, it was it was a Hollywood movie. And not, like, his style is so grindhouse, kind of, you know. Yeah, it's definitely it, gritty. Right, right. Very edgy. and And for him to direct something that's very... Hollywood, you know, sci-fi horror. I, I was actually surprised, and so yeah, like, when I watched it, I was like, "Whoa, that, that's actually." I was, I was, you know, it was really quite a quite a shock because his stuff is really dark, and you know, and and you know, it was known for for uh, what was it? What was the one uh, movie that he did, The Driller Killer? I think. All right, so yes, yeah, so he did Miss Four- <laughs> Miss Forty Five is one of my favorite Abel Ferrara films, but he did Drill a Killer too, um, but he did you know King of New York, The Bad Lieutenant, which uh, Bad Lieutenant is, oh my God, it's just one of one of the best fucking movies of all time. I think if you've never seen Harvey Keitel in The Bad Lieutenant, you're you're not really seeing him at at some of the grittiest. Um, and nastiest um, films that he's ever done. I mean, his, and he was so intense in that movie. Uh, you know, Ferrara just loved every second of shooting that film, I'm sure, because it was it's such a terrible, and um, he's a despicable human being. And he knows it. His character knows that he's that despicable and um, really has no business being being alive i mean the his he, he treats his family like like crap i mean everyone that he comes in contact with he's doing drugs the things that he does to even just these young girls who are he pulls over in new york city and just what he does uh, to them anyway i'm i'm getting i'm getting away from it but right, abel right. ferrara is um he is known for new york city filmmaking so it's just real relentless type um movie making and you know he's he's a new york city guy i think he was born in the bronx and you know he's he actually his first his first movie was a porno oh yeah yeah i didn't know that yeah yeah it's got a very vulgar (laughs) vulgar name but uh (laughs) all right lay it on us come on i mean we're adults here it was i think it was called something like nine tales of a wet pussy (laughs) 
<laughs> oh Jesus! All right. <laughs> and so and and so that was the thing, man. It's like he's he's got this grittiness, and I'm just try, trying to figure out who decided. All right, why don't we get Abel Ferrara to direct this, or what popped into his head to be like, hey, I want to direct the version of, you know, Body Snatchers. Invasion. Right? Yeah. I mean, and he it's... listen. If you're you're a movie maker, right? Some you got to take the jobs as they come. I don't I don't bemoan anybody. I mean, you know, uh, making a living. You know, but. I, I don't know the, the details surrounding this, but I'm sure if someone says, hey, you want to remake Invasion of the Body Snatchers? I mean, yeah, why the hell not? It's a classic. Of course. So let's do it. So, um, you know, at this point, it would Invasion of the Body Snatchers, at the time that Abel Ferrara is doing this, it's almost 40 years later from the original film. So from 55 to Body Snatchers released in 93 uh, or 94. Um so it's real close to 40 years later, and I think this was kind of a, you know, a decent spin on an old tale. Exactly, because it didn't, it, it basically, it didn't follow the, the original storyline. And I never mm-hmm. read the, uh, I think there was an original, maybe short story that was done. I, I don't know exactly. Yeah, I've never read that either. But um, but this one takes the story to a military base, and, um, you know, so, so you got this whole, uh, play going on with, you know, military and stuff. And, and, and like you texted me, I, I think they should have maybe, um, explored it further. The whole idea of conformity and obedience, which is blind patriotism, whole, exactly blind patriotism, which is what the whole thing with the body snatchers is the, the obedient aspect of turning humans into these, you know, non-questioning, uh, totally subservient drones. They become almost like ants or bees, you know? Yeah, the uh, individual is subsumed by the importance of the hive. Or of the, the hive or the know, colony or yeah, whatever, yeah. The colony, right. Exactly. And so that's the direction that they take it with this version. And... Um, and I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I think they I, he did a great job. I thought the acting was top-notch. Absolutely. Uh, the screenplay I mean, was great. Everything. The cinematography, it was it was polished. It was it was really good. It was creepy as hell. I think Meg Tilly should have gotten some you know, gotten an award for how disturbing she was in this film. Like when she switches and she becomes this alien, you know, the snatch body snatchers have gotten her and she's really disturbing. The lines that she delivers and uh, her demeanor. And I, I always got creeped out by the, the lack of emotion uh, that's, you know, that uh, are most of these actors that once they switch, you know, they obviously they want to, um, they want you to be keyed into, you know, their calmness and how they have no more emotion. And Meg Tilly really delivers some creepy lines. And, and the, her husband, Terry Kinney, um, you know, is like, we have to get out of here. We have to get out of here. Come on, Carol, let's go. And he's and she's like, where are you going to go, Steve? Where are you going to escape to whenever you're the last one? There's no one else left. Where will you go? And the way she delivers those lines, I'm like, holy shit, think about it. Where are you going to go? You have to sleep. There's no place to escape to. These pods are everywhere. You know, it's just a matter of time. 
And that's really what is disturbing about these movies every time. Exactly. Exactly. It, it did. The way she delivered it was so cold, so like yeah. she's just like don't even bother. You know, you're you're you know, it's hopeless for you to even to try to fight against us. <laughs> go and back upstairs and go to sleep. Exactly. Uh it was yeah, it was really good, man. The um I Definitely. I had a great great time with it. Yep. Even the the little kid who was um what, what um trying to think andy right yes yes yeah so there's little boys in this film um and he uh he notices right away everyone else is blind to it there's a little kid who's probably like maybe four four years old or five years old yeah good he, good he little actor kid man yeah good this kid actor. was good even <laughs> was. at even later on when he makes his uh you know the 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 last run um he um he knows right away that there's a problem. He goes to uh, daycare and he's in in the daycare, and the the teacher is having the the children finger paint and go through this lesson and everything. And she's like, "Okay, children, hold up your artwork. Let's see everything, you know." And the kids hold up the artwork, and every kid in the daycare has the same finger painting. It's that was an excellent scene. I, I really like that scene. Yes, it was number one, really well, really well. Daycares done. are usually filled with light and and fun, and you know, there's artwork all over the walls. Different kids have done. You know, it, it tends to be a little more chaotic. These kids are just quiet as as hell. They're sitting there. The lights are off in the room. It's it's you know, there's a you know a pall cast over this room, and then she's like, re you know, reveals their artwork. Every kid in this classroom has the same painting except for this little kid andy and this exactly. is exactly same day color one. same everything man <laughs> exactly yes and his <laughs> he's the only kid and you're like all right which one of these kids is doing his own thing you know and the kid and, you know what's also great is the kid's expression he he's looking around yes. and he's like so uncomfortable he's like what the heck is going on here you know like, oh, and the shit yeah, i'm the, the only one that's the, not fucked up it kid's expression <laughs> and, and i was kind of like uh, disappointing i'm like damn this kid he, he, see, he seemed to have like a bright future, but I never heard from him again as an actor. I'm like, oh damn, man! He's just yeah. like looking around, like, what the hell is going on here? The, the kid had great expression. You know, there was another scene that was also creepy. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, oh yeah, okay. So then, then later on in the in the film, not not too um, long after that scene, uh, maybe a day or two later, uh, Meg Tilly's character is going through her change right so there's um a pod in the house or whatever and she's changed and she, now she's one of the aliens and the kid goes in to see his mom and the when the change is complete the human host body just kind of crumbles uh, in yeah like crumbles it just, yeah, yeah desiccates yeah and so yeah. it uh and then the you know the the alien body is now fully formed and she comes out of the closet, um, and she's fully naked. You know, and Meg Tilly, she, I, I always thought she was attractive. She's got a great body, and she comes out naked. Obviously, she's not standing in front of this four-year-old naked, but it appears as if right, she does. Right, right. They edit it. Yeah, exactly. They edit it really <laughs> well. I'm like, oh, that is so wrong, but you know it's not happening. But uh, it was crazy. And he's like, Get, you know, he runs away, and he's screaming. He runs downstairs. He's trying to escape from the house, his mother. And, um, you know, he's, he's screaming and running from his mother. And then... Uh, uh, you know, his sister's there, uh, Gabrielle Anwar, is his sister, 
and she's trying to, you know, calm him down or whatever. And, uh, you know, then her father comes in and they're like, oh, come on, you know, let's go see your mom. And he's like, that's not my mom. She's dead. And this yeah, kid delivers yeah, these yeah. lines. I'm like, holy yeah. Christ. <laughs> and, you know, you, I guess the, um, you know, Terry Kinney, the actor that plays this kid's dad, um, you know, at that point, you would say to yourself, "Hey, you know, what's going on here? Why are you Why are you talking like that? Don't say those things. You know, your mother's right there; she loves you. That type of thing, which Gabrielle's character does, but the father never does. He doesn't set his son straight. And Meg Tilly, she's a she's an alien creature, an emotionless creature. So she just stands there with like this deadpan smile on her face and says nothing while this kid is terrified." And it was just a really great scene. Exactly. Yeah, it was definitely uh, yeah. <laughs> an interesting exercise in family dynamics. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, man, I enjoyed it. I had a great time I'm with glad this movie, we, man. I'm glad yeah. we decided to watch this one because, yeah. like I said, you know, I would have let it go. And if I probably never would have even given it a second look. Um, the only thing that, you know, that um, as soon as you were like, oh, yeah, you know, um Abel Ferrara did it, and R. Lee Ermey is in it. And I'm like, well, R. Lee Ermey playing a general, you know, I'm all in on that, too. Anytime R. Lee Ermey's in something, I like him, so. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, everyone, you should definitely go check this film out. I know it's a little bit older now. There's some... Uh, Dated I stuff. I guess there's... Yeah, you know, there's the mostly the special effects is you know they're pretty simple effects most of the time. Uh, the the body snatchers, you know, you could tell that they spent a, a good portion of their um, budget on you know the tendrils as they connect to people's faces and the and the um, the pod as they start to you know morph into a human form. Those were really cool. I, I thought those effects were decent. They also um, use the uh, the scream effect, you know, like of because I don't think I don't think they did it in the original. I don't remember. No, they them didn't. Doing, that was yeah, a, yeah, yeah. That was the a conceit that they came up with in the seventies, which I love because oh, yeah, that scream it's, was just it's creepy chilling. as hell. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah, man. And of course, I mean, with the original, the the final scene with Sutherland doing it, it's it is like you said, it's iconic. It just you know it's. Like like I said, the the one the two one of the two scenes that really stuck with me is the dog yeah. and him at the end pointing and oh, screaming yeah. at his face is all, you know, just this expression of of just horror, you know. It's, it's a rictus. It great, yeah, it was so so great. Well, and none, the other thing that I loved about it is it's a pit and the the camera you know disappears that's you know, right the fade, the fade to black is yeah. fading through sutherland's throat basically right 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 <laughs> and yeah, that was yeah, so yeah. creepy like what well, i told you when when i was a kid that movie scared the living crap out of me and that's the scene that same always, here yeah i was terrified by that but uh the director was i mean he's a solid director he did raiders uh he wrote raiders of the lost dog he wrote uh the right stuff i mean he that's was, um, right that's yeah right. so i mean um you know I'm trying to Philip uh, Kaufman. Cal- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, he did a lot of stuff. I mean, he's been in Hollywood for a long time. The unbearable likeness of being. Um, so anyway, so he's been in, um, you know, the Hollywood scene, and I thought he did an awesome job on that film. And then, you know, to come here and be pleasantly surprised, um, 
like like you said, it had it had a polish to it that I wasn't expecting, and uh, yeah, it was real real solid film. The only thing that I really have a, a a gripe about is that I didn't I would like to have seen not necessarily more of a heavy handed take, but a little bit more of a focus on you know you know the evils of of conformity a little bit maybe touch on it a little bit more in terms of you know the the soldiers taking blind orders and you know you have a couple of people that are you know um what's his name Forrest Whitaker's character even you know takes the ultimate step in preventing them from taking him over because they were about to take him over and at that point he just does everything in his power to prevent it and um so uh it was really it was it was great, and there were a lot of uh, nail biting moments, like a lot a lot of tension. I thought it was awesome, like the the one in the seventies, also the set. Keep forgetting seventy eight. Again, those two movies, both of them had some real nail biter moments, and I yeah. love that in a horror movie. That is the best. It's like that's what you're supposed to have in horror: <laughs> nail biting moments where you're tense, you're scared, you you. you, you have this sense that oh my god maybe the character is not gonna make it they're gonna die you know yeah absolutely and and that was so uh you know for both the movies they they had it and thankfully they had it i love seeing that in a movie (laughs) please if anyone's listening if you're gonna make a horror movie have some nail-biting moments yeah i mean tension is you know you build tension the right way when uh, meg tilly starts screaming because you know her husband and stepdaughter are you know they're, they're not buying into this they're not gonna just go you know back upstairs and go to sleep and then as soon as she realizes that oh i'm not gonna convince them to go die um she lets out that blood curdling scream and they try to run out the house and when they do the entire town that they're in like this military base everyone comes out of the doors and the whole base starts running after them exactly and when you see how many people like they just run out and then they start rushing them and then they're running away from them that was that was intimidating. Like that was like, oh man, run! You know, like get the fuck <laughs> out of there. So, um, I remember actually another thing. Um, thing I think it was two thousand seven. I think they had another version. Believe yeah, it or not, I know. I heard, but I heard that. it was bad though. I heard it was really bad, and so <laughs> that was the only version. That, you know, hasn't been, I mean, the original was great, 78 version was great, this one was great, but then in 2007, they had to ruin it. I think it was with um, Nicole Kidman, if I remember correctly. Was it just called Invasion? I believe so. I believe so. I'm going to look it up, because I don't don't think I saw that. I mean, like I said, I mean, um, let's see, maybe it's The Invasion? Maybe. I'm I'm almost certain it was yeah with, yeah yeah uh, so Nicole it was uh, yeah and uh, what what it called um I think I might Daniel just watch Craig. it just for the sake of, yes that's right I might just watch it just to because as as you know someone who's trying to be you know a filmmaker um I I sometimes I like to watch crappy movies. <laughs> to to know what they did wrong, well, I do. I just really do. Because a film did poorly at the box office, does box office doesn't make it a bad film. Um, 
just be. Let me, I want to interrupt Maybe. you for I one mean, second because yeah, this movie, you might be this right. This movie yeah. that we're talking yeah. about, Body Snatchers, had a budget of thirteen million dollars, and it has a cumulative worldwide gross of four hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars. Oh wow, that's a shame. That's why this movie that's a real shame. flopped. I mean. Uh, maybe it's the you know the um, you know the production company or whomever released it. Maybe they didn't they didn't do right by the release. Whatever the case may, uh, maybe it was it's Warner Brothers. So maybe they didn't promote it the way they should have. Um, so yeah, I mean, you got a, a really. I know. I think the critics uh, they actually for the most part it was favorable. I don't see um, why it wouldn't be. But it was re- it's re- it's yeah, really it was, good. It, it, I. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. I know. I mean, with the with this other one, the invasion, critically, it was supposed to just be awful. But you know what? I will definitely. Yeah, give we it should a just chance. take a look at I it. We, not, we don't necessarily have to talk about it. Yeah, I only saw bits and pieces of it because I felt like, like I said, I don't. Oh, you did. See, okay. I don't want to see this movie again. I don't need to watch this. Um, and uh, I I like Nicole Kidman. I like Daniel Craig, but um. Yeah, the one talk about you want to talk about uh, poor box office. It was an eighty million dollar budget on on this film, um, Invasion, and the worldwide gross was half, forty million it grossed. So, and it's and it's wow. a Warner Brothers film. So they, you know, go figure. I mean, why don't you you know maybe learn from your mistakes? Maybe you should have promoted Abel Ferrara's film because the guy kicked ass and did a great job. And um, it definitely it definitely deserves more attention, in my opinion. It's again like the Blob in the '80s. Um, I don't think enough people are talking about it, and that's definitely you know up. I think anybody who's interested in the invasion of the body snatchers as you know um, as a premise for a film, and they like the other two versions. Watch this. I I definitely think you will um you'll be impressed with it and and, and I don't think you'll be disappointed. Um again, the only another thing that that did um pull me out of it a little bit was the the poor special effects when they're in the helicopter. I don't want to give that scene away. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. ah, it could have uh, been it, it, a little it, bit yeah. better. But you know, CGI was wonky at that point, and it's a tough thing to to pull. Right. Off. Um. I don't. I mean, I don't even know if that was CGI. Yeah. Um, but it was. Yeah, it was. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. But and it should have been because it was a very emotional yeah, point. It pulled me out of that scene, and so like, uh, it did pull me out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you guys should check um, it and then post on a post on Instagram guys, for us and definitely. tell us what you think of that scene in the helicopter near the end. Uh, we think it's got really poor special effects, and it was really pulling us out of the whole emotional moment of that film i i mean you know it's gonna happen <laughs> you know what i mean you know it's i don't think it's I gonna know. end well it's an invasion of the body right. snatchers movie it's not gonna end well and it, it was because it was like such a high and then uh it, you know and again i don't want to give it away but it was such a high it's like come on yeah yeah and then <laughs> it's like no like, oh, damn no it. no yeah, good times, but good times, absolutely. Oh man! So um, all right, go give me your uh, give me your rating. So we're gonna we're gonna rate this uh, out of five like we usually do. What's your take? 
Uh, let's see. Five helicopters. I, I'm going to give it four and a half helicopters, man. Oh, you're going with helicopters? All right, because I'm going to die. I don't know. It's just the first thing. So I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to say around four and a half out of uh, five pod people. Pod people. All right. Pods, you know, <laughs> vegetables. Yeah, this was definitely a fun, a fun take on this. I, I, I love in, the invasion of the body snatchers. It's scary when it's done right. Um, and I think this is just the third time was solid. Who knows? They'll probably do it again. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you know what, man? I this I think that's a, a um, it's been you know I, I love as much as I love the story. It's I think it's time to just let it go. You know, but it, it adds um, itself to such um, you know to critique of of each age. You know, like. Um, in the fifties, it was it was the um, red scare. You know what I mean, where everyone was was a communist. Mm-hmm. So it, it had that um, analogy of you know we got to find the other commies in the in in our neighborhood. And then the seventies was all about self help and self discovery and finding yourselves and the dangers of narcissism and conformity in uh, in in the seventies. You know what I mean, and and just you know self being self absorbed. Um, uh, I, I don't know. And then this one, it, it was the dangers like we were talking about. It was almost like the dangers of blind patriotism and just following orders. You know what I mean? Like this was, you know, right hot on the heels of, mm. uh, you know, eight years of, of Reaganomics, another four years of the uh, of the Bush administration after after that. So, you know, 12 years of of that type of, um, you know, towing the line. I, I think this, you know, came, you know, right after that. So I, I think it makes sense. I, I think this type of story lends itself to the time frame in which, in which the story is held. So it, it can be compelling if it's done in an interesting way. And, and I'm glad they, that Abel Ferrara and the, the writers decided to put a spin on it the way they did. I mean, yeah, I could sort of say, like if if it's done, uh, you know, again as a as as you said as a critique, but it has to be done in a very creative way, yeah. you know, and and it's you have to really um, balance yourself, you know, if for whoever deci- if anyone decides to do it, <clears throat> write it, you know, direct it, is that they're going to have to really. <laughs> you know, to try to explore new well, avenues, which is, is tough, tough. But which is really Larry difficult. Cohen, yeah, King Cohen, Larry Cohen, and, and Stuart uh, Gordon yes. were two of the uh, the screenplay and and the story writers um, on this movie. So it's it's no wonder that it was it, it was so uh, tense and well told because those are two people that um, you know were you know had their uh, they cut their teeth on horror. And they they were genre filmmakers to the end. So those two guys, you know, they were they were giants in the the uh, the field. So that's that's probably what, how I attribute that. And then you have Abel, you know, behind the director's seat. So I think, uh, or in the director's seat, I should say. I mean, uh, I I think it didn't get the love that it deserves. Absolutely, I'm with you one hundred percent. All right, folks. You want to give the shout-outs? You're always you so good at it. Shout outs? Yeah, we're going to give some shout-outs. So, Cooch is the man. Go check out um, WebVantage. 
LLC. You can check them out, webvantage.us. Um, Midnight Magazine. Go check out Midnight Magazine. They are uh, an awesome uh, fanzine of all things horror. And uh, you can go read some of my articles in there. I'll write uh, the Audiophobia article in, I guess, issues three through six. I'm also, I also wrote some short stories in, in the magazine. So we're going to give them a plug because Eric Wright is a great guy. Uh, Mr. Fright deserves the credit for this. Uh, this is his baby. And uh, yeah, go check out Midnight Magazine. Some issues are still available. They're on their Facebook page. Um, uh, who else we got? We got some Oh, um, who's our, who's my, my buddy that I wanted to, should we talk about, uh, what we have in, in store for them or should we, uh, should we hold off on, uh, some of these future things that we got going on? Well, let's hold off until we're 100% certain. Yeah, I get you know you. what I mean? All right. So we'll hold off. We got some sneak peeks coming on um, some great interviews with some interesting people. Um, you know, people that, uh, that we've been friends with for quite some time and, um, people. Real, yes, characters, real characters, real characters, people that are just great guys, um, and we we hope you're going to enjoy those. In fact, we're probably certain that you're going to enjoy them. They're just really interesting people that uh, love horror as much as we do, um, sci-fi, and even just straight up cinema in general. But they've made, um, you know, cinema has made an impact on their lives so much that they, it kind of seeps into every facet of the, of what they do, and so yeah. You're going to uh, really, I think you're going to take to it. It's it's going to be some fun interviews. we got them coming out soon. Rock so thanks again for joining us. We hope you guys like this. Uh, like us on Instagram, our Facebook and Twitter pages will be coming soon, as well as our own um, website that we got going on. Hopefully we can develop a nice community going on there. Please tell us what you think. Um, did you like this movie? Did you hate this movie? Do you think we're full of shit? I don't know. Just you know, start a conversation mm. with us. We'd be happy to reach out to you guys. And we're, you know, this is a community, so we'd like to we'd like to uh, field some questions and get some dialogue going. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Peace Later. out, folks.